Welcome to Saturday Night Live. Hey guys, what's up? It's Olivia here and welcome to Saturday Night Live. I am your host. You can call me Olivia. You can call me Liv. Whatever works for you. But we are here on this podcast and I am going to talk about every kind of basic millennial girl thing. I think that's going to be like my target audience, basic millennial girls, because that's literally what I am. So I'm hoping you guys can relate to that. Um, I'm losing my voice a little bit and I'm not even sick. It's just like the second I started recording, this is like my third take, but I couldn't stop coughing. I keep like choking and I don't know what's wrong with me. And I texted my boyfriend and I said, I thought this podcast would be easy. I thought I could ramble for like 20 to 30 minutes, but I keep saying, um, and pausing and coughing. And he replied, I've heard you talk for way longer than that. You'll be fine. So that was a little savage, but Anyways, this is my third take. This isn't super easy like I thought it would be, but I'm going to kind of just jump into it. So welcome to this podcast. The first thing I want to know from you guys is, do you think this name's funny? Like, is Saturday Night Live? Because I'm Live, Saturday Night Live. It's like a funny play on words. And I'm going to release the podcast every Saturday night. So do you guys like this? Um, Let me know on Instagram. That's like the best place. I'm probably going to do a poll or something about the name. I didn't get a huge response when I said I'm coming out with a podcast. I didn't get any response. No one said anything. So it's okay. I'm just, I'm going to keep going, you know, stay strong, keep going. I'll find listeners somewhere along the way. Even if it's only my mom that's listening right now. I love you, mom. And thank you for getting a Spotify account just to listen to me. I really appreciate it. But anyways, I want to talk today about New York because I think that's the biggest thing people want to hear about. New York City living. So I am 23 years old. For those of you who don't know me, I am a 23-year-old University of South Carolina graduate and I am living in New York City and people are like, oh my god, how did you get to New York City? You're living the dream. You are living the dream. And I will say there are so many amazing parts to living here. And I have moments, sorry, I had to burp. I have moments where I am like, I can't believe I live here. Like I stare out my window. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you should at Olivia Legale. I post pictures outside my window all the time because I have a beautiful view of the river and Jersey City and I live in Battery Park. So There's lots of like greenery and parks and it's just a very nice, beautiful view compared to my last place, which I faced a wall. So I'm just in awe of this city and how much I actually have grown to love it. So when I did a poll on my Instagram, well, it wasn't really a poll. I did like a question thing and I was like, what do you guys want to see or not even see? I keep saying like film and see, but this is actually a recording because it's a podcast. So what do you guys want to hear about on a podcast? And I got two replies, which isn't terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. So the first reply was from Reagan and she says, amazing. I love podcasts. Yes, girl. Me too. Love them. And just to jump back a little bit if you live in new york city or even anywhere where you have somewhat of a commute and you don't listen to podcasts you're crazy you have to start listening to podcasts i am a podcast fanatic i listen to them on all of my commutes anytime i'm on the nasty subway and i've got to block out the weirdos that are like screaming at me 
anytime I'm walking like 20 blocks for whatever reason, if you have long commutes or lots of time to think and listen to music, I would highly recommend trying to listen to podcasts. They're especially great when you're in five o'clock traffic or you're trying to block out the haters, whatever. So anyway, back to what Reagan said. She said, amazing. I love podcasts. I want to hear about dating in the city and transitioning from college to adult life. And I think that's awesome, Reagan. Those are both things that I totally want to cover on this podcast. And maybe I'll touch a bit on them today because I'm just totally winging this right now. I wrote some notes and I'm totally not following them. So that's awesome. So dating in the city. Yeah, that's really hard. Um, I do have a boyfriend and I don't even know how I got a boyfriend to be completely honest. I also really want to have my boyfriend's name is Mike and I really want to have Mike on the podcast He is so funny. I hope he's not listening right now, but he is so funny and he does the best voices. Like he can impersonate anyone. He especially loves like Disney music. Think of like Mulan, um, the song that's like, you know which one I'm talking about. Not I'll make a man out of you, but the other one. Oh, I'm so mad. I can't think of it right now, but he does all the voices to all the little guys and it's so funny and I think he would be so good to have on this podcast and he gets stage fright. He doesn't realize it, but anytime I try to, like, film him for an Instagram video or even have him talk, like, I wanted him to do the intro for this podcast, and he totally froze up and, like, wouldn't do it. So, anyway, dating in the city, I think, would be an awesome topic to have him on to talk about with me because we both have very different perspectives of, like, what we both went into meeting each other, like what what we were thinking going into the date, what, how we felt about each other after the date. Um, I mean, I can give my point of view. I love him and I, he already knows that I felt this way, but our first date, we went to the Bronx. I ventured outside of Manhattan for the first time ever just to meet Mike. And I was kind of nervous. We met on Hinge. And so I had been on a Hinge date the night before And I'm not going to lie, that guy stayed over. So I literally like woke up with a hinge guy in my bed and then was like, okay, you got to go. I've got like date number two lined up. And so I kicked that guy out and I went to go meet Mike. (laughs) He already knows this though, so it's okay. But to anyone who doesn't know that part of the story, I don't tell a lot of people that. Not great. So anyway, I took a subway to Grand Central, my classic four or five uptown And then I took the Metro North to the Bronx and I got off at the Fordham stop. Mike went to Fordham. Wow, this whole podcast has turned into about Mike, probably because I'm texting him right now and thinking about him. But I got off at the Fordham stop and he took me to like a food festival on Fordham's campus or maybe it was outside of campus. If you go to Fordham, you can correct me on this, but it was like um, an Italian food festival. I forget the name of it right now, but... It was really actually a cute date, but to start off, I get off the train and I'm wandering around the streets of the Bronx and like, if you've never been to the Bronx and you're like me from little like suburban Ohio and then you go to the Bronx, yeah, that shit's scary. That is scary. So I'm walking around, I finally find the food festival and I text him like, hey, I'm here. And he texts me like, sorry, just trying to find parking. Like 20 minutes go by. No sign of Mike. 30 minutes go by. No sign of Mike. An hour goes by. No sign of Mike. And I'm pretty sure he's going to correct me on this, but I think he was two hours late for our date. And I waited that whole time. 
And I don't know why I did, because to be honest, if someone did that to me now, like I, I would have been like, he's standing me up, I'm peacing out. But the only reason I didn't leave was because he was in communication with me the whole time. Like he was calling me and texting me and being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. This like parking situation's crazy. I shouldn't have driven, blah, blah, blah. And I, of course, was being nice. I'm like, oh, it's totally fine. Don't worry about it. But I will say I was not hopeful about the date because I have had a history of dating flamboyant guys. I'm not going to say gay guys, but ish, gay-ish. Oh my God, this is terrible. I hope none of them are listening. And I'm not talking about every guy I've ever dated. There's just been a handful. And my friends are always like, you date these like flamboyant guys. And I just have a bad history with that. So when Mike called me on the phone and he had like a deep voice, I was like, okay, there's hope. There is hope. Um, And I actually was pretty attracted to him when I saw him for the first time. But we started hanging out and we were at the food festival. He finally showed up. We're walking around and I'm like, "Ah, he's nice. You know, he's nice, but I'm getting friend vibes. And I feel terrible saying that now, but it's so true. Like after the first date, I was like, eh, he'd be a nice friend, but I don't see any like romantic things happening. Oh, and to take a step back, he walked me back to my train to go back home after we hung out at the food festival and went for a walk and all that. And he tried to kiss me goodbye. And it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. We're in the broad daylight on a train platform. My lips are chapped like I just met you for like a few hours. Like, please don't kiss me. And I've told him this. It's okay. I'm not being a total biatch. Like, he knows this. And so he goes in for a kiss and I dodge him. I straight up dodge his kiss and it was super awkward. And after that, I think he was pretty sure that I was not into it. But I, correct me if I'm wrong, ladies or if you disagree with me, but I am not a fan of a kiss on the first date. And Mike says that his friend told him, you need to go for it on the first date. If you don't kiss her on the first date, she's not going to be into it. So that's the reason he did that. And it's so funny to me because that was one of his girlfriends that told him that. And I'm over here like, ew, God, no, please don't kiss me on the first date. It feels too aggressive. I just want like a gentleman who's going to be like, you know, he bought me some food and we went for a walk and we got some drinks. Like, I just think that's so gentlemanly and it shows that he's interested in like courting me and not like making out with me. I don't know. Tell me if you disagree with me. Follow me at Olivia Legale and send me a DM if you disagree or even comment if you're able to. I'm going to be on Apple Podcasts soon and you'll be able to review and comment. So let me know what your thoughts are on kissing on the first date. I'm not a fan and I didn't let it happen. So I straight up dodge him. I'm like, thanks so much for the date. Dodge the kiss. Bye. Hop on the train and I'm like cringing. And I'm pretty sure I call my mom or my friend and I'm like, oh my God, he just tried to kiss me and I dodged it. I don't know if I'm feeling it. He was super nice and like seems like someone that would be a good friend, but not necessarily someone I'd want to like jump their bones, you know? So... He texts me and he's like, I hope you had a fun time. Get home safely, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, like that was polite. And then I think he, um, Mike's, Mike, you're going to have to correct me because I don't really remember. But we basically we plan a second date and I'm like, okay, I'll give him another chance. He was super fun to hang out with and we got along really well and the conversation was flowing. But I didn't have that romantic connection. 
And I want to say this could be a learning lesson, a teachable moment for those girls out there who go on a first date and they're like, yeah, he was fine, but I don't know if I'm super into him. Well, that's how I felt about Mike. And now we've been together for over a year. So I didn't feel that romantic connection on the first date, but I did feel that like friendship connection and that like communication compatibility. Oh, on the first date, I also found out his astrological or his zodiac sign is a Taurus, which is very compatible with me, who is a Cancer. So that gave me a little hope for a second date. I was like, okay, I know we're at least compatible star wise. So maybe we can be compatible romantically too. So I'm going to give it one more shot. Yeah. So anyway, to our second date, he actually ends up coming over to my apartment, which I don't think I recommend. I 100% do not recommend guys coming over on the first date. That is a big no, no, no from me. If you are meeting a guy on a dating app and your first date is going over to his apartment or vice versa, that sends a huge red flag to me that there's a problem or there is a miscommunication. If you are looking for a boyfriend and the first date is his bedroom, no. Girls, no. Or boys, hey, both. It can go both ways, but make it clear what you're looking for. If you want a boyfriend, make him take you out on a date. Make it a nice date. Make it nicer than a food festival. Make him take you to a fancy-ass restaurant, buy you a shit ton of nice food, make it happen. Anyways, sorry, I went on a ramble. But, so Mike ended up coming over to my apartment on Wall Street, and he actually made me dinner. He cooked in my kitchen and made me and my roommates um, chicken parm. (laughs) Sorry, my laugh's probably so loud. I can see the waves of the podcast like the audio (laughs) went way up when I left but he made my roommates and I chicken parm and then him and I went to my roof and drank wine and just talked like we talked on my roof for hours and hours and we were the only people up there and so we end up playing 20 questions and we're talking and talking and then the last question he gets the last question and he goes can I kiss you and I went Okay, I I love him to death, but no, I'm sorry. If you're playing 20 questions, you do not ask on the last question if you can kiss me. Like, okay, please don't kiss me on the first date, strike one. And please don't ask me if you can kiss me, strike two. So then I go, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm really feeling it like that. Or I don't know. I get nervous to like kiss someone I don't really know. And then I think I said something like, usually... Sorry if you guys hear the sirens in the back. It's New York City, man. But I said something to Mike like, well, usually if a guy's going to kiss me, he's just got to go for it because I just get way too nervous. So if you're going to kiss me, you're going to have to go for it at some point and not ask me because I will say no. And then Mike looks at me and he picks me up and just starts making out with me. This is like way TMI. I don't know if anyone's going to want to hear this story. But he starts making out with me. But keep in mind, we are on the roof and I met him online and this is only our second date. So I start freaking out and I go, oh my God, please don't throw me off the roof. Because I legitimately, it was like, this is how I die. Like Craigslist killer. I don't, I can't think of a funny word, one for hinge, but you know what I mean? Like 
girl meets guy on hinge gets thrown off roof on second date like I could see the headline and so I was like this is how I died and my mom's gonna be so mad at me but he was like oh my god I'm a nice guy I'm not trying to kill you I just like want to make out with you so he like picks me up and like puts me against a wall on the roof and he's making out with me and I'm like damn Mike's hot and I like didn't think that before until he started making out with me and until our second date at the very end so Mike and I probably spent like I don't know maybe a full like eight hours together before we finally kissed and before I felt any romantic connection whatsoever so as a teachable moment to those girls out there who don't know if they are into a guy after the first date I just want to say to you give it one more chance give it two more chances if you have the time I get it if you're super, super busy, you barely have time to go on one date, much less give one guy who you're iffy about three chances. I totally get that. But if you have the time and the energy and you're just not sure if there's a romantic connection, but you still really enjoyed his company, there was good conversation, you know, it was flowing and it was natural, give it a second shot. What is there to lose? I In dating, I always say there's nothing to lose. Put yourself out there. Give it a shot. If you're at home and you're wishing you had a boyfriend or you're wishing you had a bit better dating life, you know, get on dating apps. Ask your friends to set you up with their guy friends or their boyfriend's friends. If you don't ask for it or give it a shot, you'll never get there. And I'm always the kind of girl that has wanted a boyfriend. I've really never been the kind of girl that enjoys dating around a lot or sleeping around a lot. Um, total respect and, you know, props to the girl's who like that. I just have been a boyfriend girl my whole life. Dating in New York City, it's really tough, but that's my dating story with my boyfriend. Um, Mike, I love you now, and it's all good. I'm so sorry that I just bashed you for the last, like, 10, 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, so thank you, Regan, for the question about dating in New York City. I actually am going to have to cut this podcast a little bit short because I just went on a ramble for another 20 minutes all about Regan's second part of her question, which was about transitioning from college to adult life. So I'm actually going to make that just part two uh, for next week's podcast. So listen in. Tune in next week for that. But anyways, I just wanted to close up. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this podcast. It kind of just turned into a story about how I met my boyfriend, Mike, and how to date in New York City, kind of. But thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Saturday Night Live. And tune in again next week for the episode about transitioning from college to adult life. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye.